Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast where we explore the keys to holistic well-being and lasting health transformations so i'm your host avik and today we have a phenomenal guest who has dedicated over two decades to revolutionizing the health coaching landscape so introducing chris devin so welcome to the show chris thank you for having me it's uh, i'm looking forward to share my experience uh, with your your audience Lovely, lovely. So, Chris, like before we start our conversation, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that um, Chris is a seasoned uh, freelance health health coach with a unique approach that goes beyond the conventional norms of the industry. So, like for more than twenty years, he has been guiding clients towards transformative health journeys by focusing on behavioral change, habit consistency, and the often overlooked element of the resilience. so but uh, in a world uh, like saturated with the fitness plans and the nutrition advice chris stands out by addressing the how to do rather than just what to do so his coaching doesn't stop at prescribing plans it's it's about like empowering the individuals to consistently follow through or uh, building a foundation for lasting good health so uh, but chris doesn't stop there so he also uh, the mentor for aspiring health entrepreneurs steering them through the intricacies of starting and growing their businesses so having worked with uh, thousands of individuals his insights go beyond the surface and recognizing that true success lies not just in the plan but in helping clients change their identity and persevere there through the discomfort So get ready for an insightful conversation that challenges the status quo of health and fitness. So let's dive into the mindset shifts and the behavioral changes needed for a truly healthy mind and consequently consequently a healthy life. So welcome to the show again Chris. No, it's nice to be here and I must say what you just just described there Avik is uh perfect of what I do and um Uh, a really good introduction to what we're going to talk about today which I'm very passionate about lovely lovely that's right so um first like uh, uh according to like uh, you what does the accountability mean uh, in in the context of the personal development and the mindset transformations well for me it's it's everything um If I kind of give you a background how I arrived at this point, it was um, 
back in the late 90s, I started off just as your mm. typical personal trainer, yeah, uh, training people um, in gyms and, uh, you know, if I say so myself, doing a pretty good job with it and working people hard. But I noticed quite quickly that people weren't then doing what they needed to do outside of the, the training sessions and actually what I was doing in the gym with them wasn't really having much of an impact on their overall lives and their future. Um, so I started looking more into behavioral um, coaching and why pretty much why people do what uh, they do. Uh, even though they said they're going to do something, uh, they end up doing something else. And that has led me to today where, uh, as you said in, in, the, in yeah. the introduction, that most people in the health and fitness industry are very good at giving out um, what people should be doing when it comes to exercise and nutrition lifestyle, but very um, little on how people can do that on a consistent basis um, over the long term, which I think is one of the major reasons why a lot of uh, Western societies are in the health crisis that they're in is because people want to be healthy, they want to be fit, um, have good well-being, but they really struggle with doing what they need to do on a consistent basis. So that ties into the accountability. Um, from someone who um, has got has done a lot of qualifications over the years, uh, got a degree in strength conditioning science, um, to becoming a nutritionist and so forth, um, actually what I mainly do with my clients is just hold them to account. That's the most powerful, most powerful tool I have in my toolbox. Um, because no matter what sort of meal plans or exercise plans or lifestyle strategies I give people, if they're unable to do them consistently, then, um, what I call just ink on paper, it's just, that's all it is. It's just ink on paper and not really making the uh, substantial changes in people's lives. So I now have the approach of first and foremost, changing someone's mindset and behavior mm. to one uh, where they build an identity of mm. someone who is healthy and what it takes to be healthy. And then I give them the plan that I think is uh, going to be the most effective for them. Where in our industry, it's usually the other way around. We do the plan and then we try to get the client to fit in with the plan. Um, and uh, more times than not, that fails. So the accountability is probably the first and most important thing um, that I work on with my clients. Um, and when they have mastered that, then I start adding more complexity and more um, personalized um, coaching uh, you know, towards the goals that they've set themselves. Right. Understood. So, oh, I mean, uh, in your journey, like how has embracing the accountability contributed to your personal growth and the achievement of your goals? For me personally, um, like, you know, as a coach, you need to uh, walk the talk and live the recommendations. So I'm in the last, I'm now 54, but it wasn't until really in my late 40s I trying to explore and put myself in positions where um, I tested my resilience, my perseverance, and um, and I started doing ultra marathons. Um, I, 
I used to do track and field where I was running 100 and 200 meters races. Um, and I bypassed um, everything between 200 meters to an ultra marathon um, because I wanted to actually see what it took to um, put yourself in a very uncomfortable position um, over a prolonged period of time and see how I'd respond to that. And over the last six or seven years, um, it's been really interesting to see the the change in myself and how I view um, a, a challenge, not just physical, but also the mental side um, and also the professional side of my business. Um, we know over the last number of years, there's been lots of challenges that have been, you know, thrown up in front of us. And without the, the experience of putting myself through resilience uh, and perseverance, and this, you know, in this instance, it was ultra marathons. But what I, what I took from that, I have been able to apply into every aspect of my life and don't really see challenges in the way I used to. I just see them as um, a process or a tool to, to better myself more than uh, a challenge to be afraid of. And, um, and how that's helped me then coach my clients is I can speak from experience of when things get tough, when things get uncomfortable. I can, you know, hand on heart, say to people that I know what it feels like, I know what it, it takes to to put yourself out, out there into an arena that um, is, is hard and difficult. Um, yeah. But if you persevere and uh, stay consistent with the process that is needed, then you'll, you'll get through that on, and on to the next challenge. So my personal growth um, has certainly helped then with my professional growth um, to be more in tune with uh, what it takes to actually deliver results and, uh, you know, basically stick to, to doing what I said I was going to do, which a lot of people struggle with. Um, I can stand in front of someone and say and tell them I know what it takes. I know what challenges you're going to go through. I know how uncomfortable it's going to get. But if you just stick with the process, you stick with the plan, um, then you will get through through this onto the next uh, level. And you'll look back on the, on yourself and go, you know, I can't believe I found that difficult because now I've, I've found myself a new level of difficult. Um, and you can only really understand that um, when you've experienced it. Right. I understand. So as a health coach, how do you guide individuals in building resilience and uh, maintaining the consistency in following prescribed uh, nutrition exercise and the lifestyle plans? Yeah, good question. It's it's different from person to person, but the, the general kind of uh, strategy is that don't overcomplicate things. Um, don't make things too complex uh, to start with. Make it so there are easy wins. So... Uh, if we go to example, if someone wants to lose weight, what's the low-hanging fruit uh, currently for them? What, what's going to get them being consistent in the easiest way? And when they've uh, learned to do that, then that builds confidence that they can be consistent. Um, and therefore, you can then add complexity and uh, to what they have to do so you can start doing more you know, specific actions um, related to nutrition or exercise or lifestyle. 
um, where if you start off with um, quite difficult, challenging things and complex um, things that they struggle to really understand, then their chance of failing is higher and therefore their chance of consistency is lower. Now, I'm a believer in, you know, learning from failure and, um, you know, there's no such thing as failure, just feedback. Mm. But there is a there is a time when you, you, you introduce that as a coach, mm. you've got to get the, the easy wins to start with. So um, with a new client, if they're not consistent, um, and we know they're not being consistent because uh, their health um, is telling us that, that what's the one thing that they feel they can do 90% of the time. Mm. Um, and we, we get that right. And then we go, okay, what's the next level and what's the next level. Mm. And I think that's, that's a challenge in the fitness industry and the health industry because people just want quick results. Really? So people have a tendency to deliver or try to deliver quick results. And if you go down that road, you're not really teaching people, um, resilience or, you know, perseverance or consistency, it's all about getting to a point in a certain time where my approach um, kind of bucks that, where uh, it will take what it takes to get the person to where they want to go. And it could be 12 weeks, could be 12 months, it could be 12 years. But um, if we do it in the right way, they will get there and, and they will stay there, which is the most important part. Where currently the industry is geared towards quick results, but not really long-term change. Okay. So um, that's my approach, um, and I make it very clear to any new clients that this is how we're going to tackle this. Um, you know, are you okay with this? You know, process, but also the length of time that it might take. And as long as you do that at the start, and people know, you know, what's required, then um, that's you know better than giving them false hope on a on a short term you know win mm -hmm. understood so uh uh in your work with the clients uh, how do you address the gap between um knowing what to do in the health industry and guiding them like on how to do it consistently so if you can share it yeah it's it's as a coach, you've got to meet your clients where they currently are, yeah, and then see what um, what sort of pace that they are capable of working at. I have some clients who are very much into uh, details and they love numbers, and mm -hmm. therefore I can give them something very specific, mm -hmm. um, very um, what's the word you can. You can measure it very easily. It's a very objective uh, way of um, measuring um, yeah. what they're doing and what progress they're achieving. Where, but the majority of people are more subjective as, um, in how they see results, and it's all about how they feel and how they um, their experience and what they're doing. So those people need a little bit more time to build um, these skills. So it's understanding the person in front of you where we have a tendency in the industry to say, well, I'm the expert. Um, this is what I'm going to tell you you need to do and you need to fit in with, with that approach where going back to what I spoke about earlier about giving time to this. Um, I meet, I work with my clients on what they feel they can do right now. 
um, they come up with the solutions because people know the solutions. They might be afraid to tell you the solutions because then um, what people don't necessarily like to do is, um, you know, come up with choices because when you come up with choices, you then decide to make that choice or not. Um, so making helping my clients, well, encouraging my clients to come up with a solution on themselves, it's my job then to um, A, make sure that uh, those solutions are realistic currently for them to do, but also to then hold them to account to doing what they say they're going to do. As a coach, if you kind of tell them what to do, uh, you own that. They don't own it. Um, so they can easily go away thinking, well, you know, that's what Chris thinks I should do, but he doesn't know what my life's like. And, you know, it's not, um, you know, um, I want to change my diet, but I've got a family who, who don't want to change their diet. So this is not really going to work. Where if I say to them, well, what do you think the solution is? Then to me, it might be something really simple, but to them, it could be something very, uh, you know, challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll push them out of their comfort zone. But as long as they've come up with a solution, then they have ownership of that. And it's just my role to help them navigate uh, the journey to, you know, achieving what they want to achieve from the solutions that they feel they can, they can do. Understood. Understood. So, um, here one more thing is like uh, as, as someone on a mission to change how people approach the health and fitness and uh, how do you believe that the mindset and the behavior change can reshape the society's approach to the well-being? Well, that's a, that's a, a, a good question and then and, and not an easy one to answer. Um, I, as I said, I started off uh, back in the late nineties with yeah. a, with an approach that was very much, um, well, if you just, you know, exercise hard and you follow the right diets and you get to enough sleep, then you'll achieve your goals. You know, why don't you just do that? And as the years have gone on and I've become more aware of, um, a lot of factors that, um, that aren't really that clear um, that play a huge part in if someone succeeds or not. So, for example, if someone is trying to lose weight, what what are the other influences outside of, of my influence? Um, if I'm saying trying to influence someone to change their, mm. their diet, what else is happening that I'm not aware of that's also influencing them. So it could be the the media that they're consuming. It could be their friends and family who've got a different idea about how things should be. Um, and so I know that I now am, am more, you know, open to the idea that it's, it's not simple. It's very complex. And there's a lot of things that will get in people's ways and trip them up. Um, for example, the food industry, mm-hmm. their main aim is just to make money, which is fair enough. That's what businesses do. They don't really care that much about an individual person's health and well-being. So they throw up a lot of roadblocks, a lot of barriers um, to someone changing. Um, they make things very easy to, to do, even though it might be long-term harmful to someone from a nutritional point of view. 
And so as a coach, you've got to take that into account as well, that you're up against, a, you know, you could say a, a huge machine that's yeah. out there to um, throw people off course, keep them where they are and try to prevent change. Um, and uh, it's, it's the type of, it's a, it's a battle that never ceases. It, it, they won't give up. It's a kind of a, a big machine out there that just won't give up. So as a coach and, and my clients, it's a constant battle to, you know, create change and then sustain change because um, as soon as they leave my bubble of influence, there's a lot of other bubbles of influence trying to pull them in, in a different direction. Exactly. And I, I think that's the most, um, the thing over the last 10 years for me as a coach, I've really woken up to. And um, not saying it's an excuse that people can go, well, this, you know, it's too difficult. It's just another challenge that we've got to overcome. And that's why perseverance and resilience is so important, especially in a world where comfort is rewarded and discomfort is discouraged. Um, a lot of people find it hard when they become uncomfortable. They think they're doing something wrong um, because they've they kept on being told about being comfortable. Life should be comfortable. Um, and then uh, I come along and go, right, if you want to change, there's going to be discomfort. Um, it's embracing that and saying, this is part of the process. It's it's okay to be uncomfortable. Um, starting with that with people, getting them to understand that. Um, and in a way to understand, uh, you know, the, the on you know the ensuing battle that they'll have in staying healthy and and fit in a world where it's not really that encouraged unfortunately um so going back to your question what do we what can we do um as a coach it's it's a bit like you know try to um save as many people as you can um try to help as many people as you can to see the um, you know the battle they're up against um, and come up with help them come up with solutions on how to overcome that. Um, but the change is difficult um, because the way society is set up, unfortunately, to reward um, complacency and and comfort and um, and kind of uh, make it hard for people to change. Um, to a you know a more sustainable well-rounded you know healthy life exactly true definitely great so thank you for joining us on this insightful journey today uh dear listeners like if you have enjoyed this episode and found value in your discussions uh do not forget to hit and the subscribe button so you never miss an episode like this so we appreciate uh your time and the commitment to the personal growth and also, along with this, if you have any thoughts or questions or topics you'd like us to explore in the future episodes, feel free to reach out to us on social media or your favorite podcast platform. So your feedback is definitely invaluable to us. So uh, and 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 Chris, like one more uh, request, like if anyone wants to connect with you and discuss uh, related to the health and the fitness, how they can connect with you? Well, my social media handle is my health coach uh, UK. And you can find me on uh, Twitter or X, that is now, um, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Instagram. Lovely. 
that's really lovely so dear listeners like stay tuned for more uh, empowering content in our upcoming episodes and until then keep striving for your best self and embracing the journey of the self improvement so thank you for being a part of our community of healthy mind and healthy life and we look forward to con- connecting with you in the next episode so stay inspired stay consistent and stay accountable so thank you so much